0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, February 24th. And this is the show that takes the mystery out of your financial life and does not want any haters. Mark and I were just discussing how much we loved watching Emily in Paris. I know it's a little fluffy. I don't care. It's just fun. And Mark, thank you for recommending it to me because we just, we really thought it was lovely. Uh, of course, I watched the whole thing. I didn't realize that was Phil Collins' daughter. I did not know that that was Phil Collins' daughter, who is the star of Genesis fame. So anyway, that was, it was great. And uh, thank you for recommending. And now Mark now gives me assignments. He says, got to watch the Carl Icahn documentary. I don't know if I'm going to watch that so quickly. I got to tell you. Yeah, that's true. Old Wall Street's fine. That's that is true. It, it's a um, it's a funny thing to go back in time like that. There's like these seminal figures and now they don't seem to mean quite as much. It almost feels like uh, it does feel like the history channel more than, you know, the anything that's current. Although, listen, he's still in the conversation. OK, now let's get to your financial questions. If you've got something on your mind, let us know. You can just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the contact us button and send us your note. Let's do some emails today. I call them emails, but whatever, you know, your your correspondence. I guess they are emails. But anyway, go to jillonmoney.com. Click contact us. Okay, this is from Shirley. Shirley, you must be joking, Mark. Uh, message. Jill, hello. I love your podcast. I listen religiously. Thank you, Shirley. Shirley writes, I am 67 and I'm looking to stop working at my current employment this year and go on to my next career. Awesome. My question is about a fixed annuity for three to five years. I've always been opposed to annuities with good reason. I, by the way, Jill put it, put in there. I'm wondering if a fixed annuity might make sense for me. I split my monies between Vanguard index funds, large, mid, small cap, international emerging, and a bond fund. I also have around $500,000 in a CD in CDs, which are laddered over the next couple of years. Okay. So here's a problem. Unfortunately, I've got a couple of CDs coming due this year. They were three years and I uh, was actually earning more than 3% when I locked them in when I started. The renewal rate's well, they're pathetic. And I would like your advice on getting a $100,000 fixed annuity for three to five years, probably three years, as I hope by them that we'll have much higher rates on savings. I wouldn't say much higher, but let's just hope for higher. Okay. I have $100,000 that I will not need for over five years as I still have enough monies in a CD. Other than a high surrender charge, I don't see any other fees or charges if I keep the annuity for the fixed time. I will not even look at any other annuity product. I'm not worried about the surrender charges. As I outline. I will not need $100,000 for a long time. I really respect your opinion. I would like to hear from you if there are any hidden charges that I don't see or other reasons not to get the fixed annuity for three to five years if I won't be subjected to that surrender charge. Thank you for the advice that you give out. Tempered with compassion and caring. See that, Mark? Compassion and caring. That's me. So I get this problem. Um, it, it's not terrible. Listen, a fixed annuity is kind of the simplest of the annuity families. So it's not as difficult to kind of suss out the charges here. And in fact, I would suggest that there are some lower cost fixed annuities. and in Vanguard might have one, actually, um, that you can check out. And I guess that um, maybe you could do this. I don't know if I'd put the hundred in. what about putting 10 grand into i bonds? taking the other 40 grand and spread it out over, I don't know what your split is in terms of stocks and bonds, but maybe I would put some in some dividend producing stocks and some bonds and then the 50 in a fixed annuity and see how it goes. I mean, I think the big issue is that if you have an opportunity over the next three to five years or five years at least, that you wouldn't want the money tied up. But it's not terrible. I just, I hate having money tied up. I really do. Unless this annuity is like kicking it I remember years ago, I bought an annuity for myself, a fixed annuity. And I think it was like an eight and a half percent annuity. And I was like, woo, I'll take that. And it was a long term. And so sometimes they are available out there, but I don't know. It would, you didn't mention the one thing you didn't mention is what the interest rate is on this annuity. Well, I mean, look, it's not fun to earn zero interest, especially if you're going from three to zero, you know, like you had a, a nice CD. But by the way, everyone, I don't know why you're waiting around for the I-bonds. Like, just do it. It's its only for a few more months. I mean, may reset again. I don't know. We might even be, might have higher inflation. I, I was poking around. It, it has to be quite possibly the worst website out there. It is awful. What do you mean, Treasury Direct? It's just very hard to navigate. It's very, it's archaic. I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so at all. Let me, I don't, let me go over here. Mark is saying that the iBond website, which is treasurydirect.org. I don't see why, what, I mean, it was very easy for me. It's so very odd. <laughs> you have that question. You go to treasurydirect.gov, you hit individuals and you go to I savings bonds. And what's, what's wrong with that? It's two clicks. I'm in the right spot right here. Boom. What's your problem? Go to TreasuryDirect.gov. Now at the top it says underneath it says Home, and then you hit Individuals. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, left left rail, I Savings Bonds. Boom, I'm right there. Here it is, current rate seven point one two percent. La 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 la. That's it. So okay, so now how do I create an account? How did I do that? <laughs> uh, that is a great question. I wonder where I did that. Oh, I see. It says okay. See at the box, it says as of Jan one, blah blah blah. We're not. It says you can buy. I clicked on buy. Okay, how can I buy i bonds? I go here, buy them in electronic form, and here it is. It's so wild. It's a go under my accounts. That's what you have to do, and then you open an account. Anyway, I see your point now that now that you've made your point, I agree. It's not as easy, but do it. It's worth it. 7.12%. Come on. A few extra clicks, dude. Okay. Ellen is writing in about her 90-year-old mother-in-law who's got $200,000 in checking and savings and wants to know where to put it in during this volatile time. She's got $100,000 in addition in an old mutual account that doesn't seem to be working for her. So you know what, Ellen? Is mom, mom-in-law living on this money? That's the question. Because... If it's volatile, then at least, you know, in checking savings, you might get a higher yielding checking savings account. But if she needs to access the money, then let's not go crazy. Like, I know you don't put it in I-bonds when it's this situation, right? And if she's got an old mutual fund account that's not working for her, I want to know what the fund family is and we'll get it working for her, okay? This is from Daniel, who says... I have a property that I purchased 30 years ago for $100,000 and it's now worth $200,000. How could it only have doubled in 30 years? Okay, anyway, my understanding is if I sold today, I would pay capital gains 15% on the $100,000 appreciation of the property. And then I would have to pay my current tax rate on the $100,000 that has been depreciated. Uh, it's about right. It's not exactly right, but it's it's about right. What happens is, whatever you have taken as depreciation, you must recapture. Okay, the capital gains rate depends on your tax bracket. So, if you are single, the fifteen percent tax bracket starts at forty one thousand six hundred seventy six dollars up to four fifty nine, so just under four hundred sixty thousand. Then you'd pay an extra three point eight percent if you make more than 200000 as a single filer. Okay, Long story short is that that's essentially right. You will have to recapture depreciation and you have to pay capital gains on the investment. He said, one option I'm looking at is living in the property for two years to minimize the tax event. If I did choose to live in the property for two years, does that imply when I sell, I would get the $200,000 tax free? <gasps> it's a fabulous thing, Mark, isn't it? It's if you live in a property two of the last five years, it all of a sudden, I believe, and you really should check with an accountant just in case or a tax prep person, that you can avoid paying both the capital gains and the depreciation. I think that it magically will morph into your primary residence. And so But double check that because I know that's true about the capital gains. I want to make sure about, about the recapture. Do you know that answer, Mark? Yeah, I don't know either. So let's just double check on the recapture. Uh, this is from John, who engaged a certified financial planner and now he's interested in managing our portfolio. His fee is 1% per quarter. Wait a second. Wait a second. You mean it's, hold on a second. I think we mean, I'm hopeful that you mean 1% annually charged on a quarterly basis. I think that's probably because you would not be paying a 4% fee. After paying the startup fee, should I allow him to perform these services? I'll be 58 in August. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you need this guy to manage your portfolio. I need to know more about you. Did he do a full financial plan? If you're going to just pay 1% to have money managed, it seems like a ripoff. I would just go to either a robo like at Vanguard or maybe Schwab and let them do it for you unless this guy is doing real financial planning and you need him on an ongoing basis. Uh, It depends on you and what your needs are. Okay. Uh, Neil has muni bonds. They're invested in a Franklin, New York fund, meaning a New York muni bond fund. I'm thinking about selling out. Do you think muni bonds will be a bad investment this year? Uh, You know what, Mark? I'm smiling. I have no idea about this year. Um, If you live in New York state, you have a problem because you have very high tax, taxable, state tax situations, right? So it's New York and California and Connecticut and New Jersey, these are high tax states. So when people who are in higher tax brackets buy bonds in those states, having municipal bonds means you get tax free income. So Neil, if you are a long-term investor, And I mean, like you're talking about, you don't need this money for years for, and you're going to stay in a high tax bracket. Muni bonds can be fantastic. They can be great. And even if the price goes down, you can reinvest at lower levels and you can probably do pretty well, but I'd really need to know more about you. I'd really need to understand what is your tax bracket. And I wouldn't just sell out based on what you think is going to happen in this particular year. Well, Mark, this is going to be an interesting way to end the program. The subject says, four-year-old fan. Okay. Heather writes, hello, I've been enjoying your podcast and I didn't realize how much until recently. We were just relaxing over the weekend and my son randomly approached our Google device and said, hey, Google, play Jill on money, please. <laughs> she writes, Heather writes, little ears, listen, glad this is good. This is his go-to choice. Anyway, I thought I'd send a note to let you know you're spanning many age groups of fans. Have a great weekend. Heather, that's the best. Mark could be our youngest fan. I mean, except for Theo, who called me randomly over the weekend. Mark does not usually call me without saying he has to talk to me. He'll usually text me first. So I got a phone call from Mark was it Monday? Of Was it President's Day? I think so. Or Sunday. I think it was Monday. It was Monday, President's Day. I get a call from Mark. Now, because I'm such a freak and it was a hang up, I get completely freaked out. Oh, my God, what's wrong? That's what I thought. I said, oh, my God. And I was driving and I said, Jackie, uh, text Mark right now. Find out what's going on because I'm worried. And she said, I'm sure it's fine. Because that's how she rolls and this is how I roll. Oh my God, I don't know what if something's wrong with his in-laws. What if something's wrong with Theo? What's something wrong with Amanda? And I went through all the things. At which point Mark's like, don't worry, Theo, butt dialed you or called me. But but that's good to know because Theo is reaching out to Aunt Jill. So it's good to know that he he already realizes this is his go-to lifeline. All right. Thank you so much for listening. It is always a delight. If you have a financial question, if you've got a new young fan or an old fan or any fan, uh, just give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. While you're on the website, you can listen to all of our shows. We have a radio show, we've got another podcast called Eye on Money or old shows that are on this podcast stream. You, of course, can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We've got a great blog. What else? Resources section. It's great. And of course, you've got to sign up for the free weekly newsletter so I can stop talking about it. All right. Thursday in the can. Lift someone up today. It'll make that person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.